Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RIPodcast.net. This is episode 472, recorded live on Saturday, August 6th, 2016. And here are your hosts, the man who covered our food talk before the recording, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who covered our sports talk before the recording, Andy Lowe. Hi. What did I talk about with food before the recording? You said you were doing brunch? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't talk about it. I just said, like, I mean, and really it wasn't brunch. It's just I was too embarrassed to say I was eating breakfast at 1.50 in the afternoon. Hey, that's, that's breakfast at lunchtime. I feel like that's what brunch is. Right. So I had brunch. Totally had brunch. I made if, waffles. If anybody asks, I had brunch. There was brunch to be had. No, I made waffles. Was it just but, waffles? Yeah, well, with strawberries. But the, the thing with the waffles is because I'm doing it with the gluten-free recipe, one of the steps is cover with plastic wrap and let it sit for half an hour. Well, then. I'm like, well, shit, I forgot about that step. You need to give the starch a chance to hydrate. Huh. And absorb the liquid. Otherwise, it's really, really grainy and gross. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where was I at that we saw like an actual, oh, we were driving actually down where we were going to this morning. We were driving down to go kayaking and we passed by a gluten-free gourmet store. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Gluten-free sensations is what Kate says it's actually called. Gluten-free sensations. Yes. Where was this? South of Kalamazoo. Glutenfreesensations.com. In Three Rivers, Michigan. Yes, that is where we were at. Okay. Yeah, they have a website. They have breakfast and brunch, side dishes, main dish, dessert, and newsletter recipes. Neat. Okay. But that's not really here. No, no, that's not. Nor there. No, it's about a half hour actually away from Further away. Yeah, yeah. It's a half hour for us to go there. It's like four hours for me. And then the sports talk, because it's the Olympics. Yep. It's Olympic so we, we time. Handled that a little bit beforehand. Are you watching any of the Olympics? Uh, Kate is currently watching men's beach volleyball. We caught the end of the cycle road race as well. Poland almost won. Okay. Which was a shocker to everybody. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, you I have very think... little interest in watching the Olympics. Hmm. Well, then stay away from NBC, USA, frick, I don't even know all the stations they have now. Well, I also don't have cable TV. That is true. So then you would, you would miss out on most of the, let's see, what's the, looking at the schedule right now. How many, watch videos? No, I want to watch the live stuff. Where's the live? Okay, so we got NBC, Bravo, MSNBC, NBC Sports, USA. I think that's all the stations right now. I do believe so. Okay. But yes, no, the Olympics are on there. There's actually, no joke, a guy who's from Portage in the Olympics. Cool. So it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, it's like, wait a second, we literally have a hometown kid in the Olympics? In the Olympics. It does happen. Like, I know. everyone from the Olympics has to come from somewhere, Andy. Yes, but you don't expect it to literally be, like, the Down high the school road. that's, you know, up the road. That's where he graduated in 2009. It's like, oh, really? Huh. Yeah, really. <laughs> so I'm going to have to learn about discus. Why? Because that's what he's competing in. Okay, but why do you have to learn about it just because he's competing in it? Well, I have to watch it. <laughs> okay. You know what? Sure. Yeah, fine. <laughs> sure. You have to watch it. Okay. In any case... <laughs> oh, Andy, Andy, Andy. What? What? So why are we recording so late in the day? Because I went kayaking this morning. Nice! Yes, we went to... We tried out a new kayak place down River in Three lake. Rivers. Uh, river. But <laughs> the second half of... Because uh, we went for about two hours... The second half, the river was so wide and flat, it pretty much was a lake. There's three rivers. Yes. So and there are indeed three rivers coming together in aptly named city. Yes. Technically four rivers, I guess. I mean, three rivers come in, but one goes out. Yes, that's the one we took. 
the what river is that? It does not have a name. No, it doesn't. Not Which would be Google. helpful if Google Maps, you know, would actually name rivers. Yeah. They name the Rocky River and the Kier Creek, it, but they don't name the river. The, the big river that's leaving three rivers heading south towards Ohio or Indiana? Yes. Okay. The one that you could take all the way, yeah, into a- Indiana? All the way into South Bend from the looks of it. Where does it go from there? Back north. No, because that's, that's the river from Benton Harbor. That comes down through Andrews University into South Bend. Oh, well, then they stop in South Bend because that's where the two rivers meet. Are you sure it doesn't flow to the lake, Andy? Maybe it does flow to the lake. I, I have a feeling like the river's flowing to the lake. That's probably, okay. Never, so it does sorry. swing back north in South Bend. You have the right river. It goes from South Bend to Benton Harbor, but it flows to the lake. Because otherwise, Benton Harbor is flowing from the lake. That doesn't work, you're right. In which case, we have a problem. (laughs) So yeah, you could follow that river all the way south to South Bend, and then all the way north back to Benton Harbor. Yes. That's a very wide lake, or river, at times. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Some of that stuff there, it felt like we were doing a, a, a lake bit. Except, you know, the river was flowing. Might not have been flowing fast, but it no. had to be flowing. Yes, there was, it was there flowing, was a... but it it was slow because it, it it you had the lily pads out there. It was a very it was almost like a delta sort of feel. Okay, but you could still just flow. Like if you didn't do anything, you'd still cruise down the river. The wind was giving more of a direction to you than the river was. Okay, so the wind blowing us, you know, would blow us sideways rather than actually the the wind was stronger than the river is what it was but yeah no i don't know what the name of that is i will have to find that out later mm-hmm. it's probably on the website but it's one of those places where they don't actually run their own website it's run from like google sites so what is the the website of the place we went to ah okay but it wasn't bad they had a fun little dog named joy who was there did it, did it kayak with you no did it swim in the river no, it it, oh. uh, it was laying there, and she said it was their public relations manager. Ah, because everyone comes in and pets the dog. Yeah. Puppy. I did nothing so exciting as that. You made waffles. I made waffles this morning. And cleaned. We cleaned up a bit. Well, that's always good. Yeah, this place needed it. And we will probably go back to cleaning once I'm done talking with you. Yeah, we need to do laundry and dishes and... All that other fun stuff as well. Yeah. My my weekend plans are gone. Uh, I'd planned to go over to the campus where I work and stock up on Pokemon stuff, but can't do that. Why not? They got rid of all the stops. What? Yep. All the Pokestops at campus are gone. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm very sad. Damn. Yep. Well, <laughs> always funny. downtown. I, it's funny, though, because I have a feeling. What happens if you go back to Ingress and you open it up while you're They're on? all there. Oh, they're yeah. all there. They're all still there. Absolutely. <laughs> I checked. I'm like, I wonder. Because this was on Friday. And so I'm like, I, you know, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, they're all in Ingress still. In fact, there's way more in Ingress. So they must have had a, a requirement of, like, is not next to another one for Pokemon Go. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laugh Some, it up. Somebody bitched about something. Oh, I don't know. But someone decided that it will all be gone. And so it's gone. That's all right. It's not the end of the world. It just means I don't get to play during the weekend where I work. Well, the ones in Kalamazoo are still there. <laughs> How would you know, Andy? Uh, because when I was having lunch on Friday at the park, I saw a man in a, still in his suit and tie, walking yeah. through the park with his phone plugged into something that was in his pocket. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, I bet you anything he's playing Pokemon, because there'd be no other reason why you'd, you know, I bet you anything around that's with like your, an anchor yeah. or, uh, man, Mophie's got to be pretty happy about all this, though. Hopefully. They gotta be doing pretty good. Well, I know, uh... Ankar, A-N-K-A-R. Anchor is yeah. what I always call them. They said their stuff was just going out like gangbusters. Flying off the shelves. Yeah. Yep, yeah, their stuff is usually pretty good, too. 
That's what Laura and I use. Yeah, that's what I've got for my main one. So it's time for me to get a new phone, and okay. I have to decide, do I want to get a Galaxy S7, or do I want to get the Note 7? Ooh. Well, the question is, can you fit a Note 7 in your pocket? Probably. I have large pockets. Because I think the hardware is actually the same between them. No. No, if I think, if I remember correctly, the Note 7 hardware is normally like, oh, really? (laughs) Sorry. I'm trying out a new video or audio recorder. Yeah. It just popped up a message saying, hey, do you still want to continue recording? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. And I look at there. It's like, disable this with purchase of our premium version. Oh, that's not good. So I've got to keep track <laughs> of that pop-up. Does it does it stop recording? Yes. How much did we just lose? We didn't lose anything. If I don't, <laughs> it's like lost. I have to keep on inputting that code. <laughs> or everything dies. Yes. That's awesome. So anyway, Galaxy S7 versus the uh, Note S7 or Note 7. I think it's the Note 7. Yeah. I just don't know. S7 versus Note 7. Edge specs comparison. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, it's improved S Pen, USB-C connectivity. Yeah. And crazy iris scanning, which I still don't notice. Design, blah, blah, blah. Display. Uh, let's see. The display is still the same resolution, even though the Note 7 is bigger. So there's more pixels per inch on the S7 than the Note. Mm-hmm. Processor is exactly the same. RAM is exactly the same. The, as the Edge? Yeah. They both have six gigabytes? The, actually, they have both have four gigabytes of RAM and the same Samsung four-core processor. Or, sorry, eight-core processor. Wait a minute, because I remember seeing that it has six gigabytes. I'm waiting for you to look this up. Note 7 highlights. Design... Bezel, S Pen, Entertainment, Security, that's fine. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, the uh, Note 7, by the way, comes with a 256 gigabyte SD card. Well, right now, if you buy it, yes, it will yeah. come with that. Yeah, Which it probably still does not have the split your storage between the two of them automatically mode. Yep. No, probably not. Ah, memory 4 gig. I swear it used to say 6 gig. Well, the people thought before it was actually announced that it was going to oh. have six gig because that was the same thing with the old note was it okay. had the specs of, well, it had better specs than the S6. Yeah. So they thought, okay, well, we're just going to assume that's going to have a better processor. And it's going to have more RAM. And it's going to have a bigger battery. Didn't. Turns out, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. The Note 7 also has a smaller battery than the S7. Well, I guess I'm going with the S7 Edge, in which case I can just go get it today. Well, that's the thing. Have you tried using the, the, the S Pen or whatever it's nope. called? I have not. There are some times that I wish, you know, I had that pen part on there so I could, you know, do notes. Granted, I bet I could probably find something online that could make my S5 do that. Probably. Without, you know, needing the special pen. I also think that they they finally fixed the you can put your pen in upside down this yes. time. Yes, yes, they finally fixed that. Yeah, an iris scanner is kind of fun, but I don't really need it. No. Okay. Well, thank you, Andy. That clarifies that for me. It's like snow tires all over again. Yeah. You gonna find where I can buy one? No, you're up to okay. your. Okay. I'm on my own, own for that, that one. one. Yeah. Which you can actually now. I think it's the S7, or is it just buy one get one? you get bonuses what because when kate bought her s7 we got the free year of netflix plus the gear vr which we turned into a a wireless quick charger and a battery pack okay but i think that was through t-mobile itself not through samsung so sprint is gonna have their own thing hopefully okay well with that out of the way topics we could talk about cell phone topics cell phone topics yes we could talk about pokemon go topics that's also cell phone related. Which one do you want to hit first? Let's hit Pokemon Go. Which is a, about. is it literally is a no go in Iran. Why is it a no go in Iran? The <laughs> the High Council of Virtual Spaces, which is the name of the nation's online activities governing, overseer, governing body of 
like games online activities is what they digital say. activities okay um has determined that the game presented some security challenges for authorities and has been banned well, that's unfortunate so yeah if you go to iran no pokemon go just none none at all none at all okay which is actually isn't the first ban for pokemon go new york city says no pokemon go for sex offenders yeah, I don't know how they intend to enforce that one. People on the sex offender registry are now banned from downloading, accessing, or otherwise engaging in any internet-enabled gaming activities, including Pokemon Go. Which really sucks. Like, they are sex offenders. I don't mean that I'm trying to support sex offenders, but that sucks. Yeah, it's like you can't even play Candy Crush, really? They're already banned from, the hopefully, the things that they need to be banned from. Like, why are you banning games it's like any internet enabled gaming activities any which you know for most video gaming now is everything yeah everything's got an internet connectivity to it yeah i think this might be overreaching yeah and again you know i I don't want to come out as sounding like i am supporting sex offenders but i am supporting gamers and that's just that's overkill uh, okay, so the Targeting of Online Predators Act in New York already requires people in the sex offender registry to provide all current email accounts, screen names, and any other internet identifiers. Yeah. Which the correctional department sends to social networks so they can purge accounts related to them. So this will just be added to this of, hey, this is my Pokemon Go name. Yeah. And then that, too, will be purged. What are your thoughts, Andy? Well, Iran feels like it's a bit of an overkill. Um, banning sex offenders, that's... that. I feel like this is kind of heavy-handed stuff. A little bit. It's a little depressing. What else do we have? Um, other phone things. Also kind of depressing. BlackBerry has filed a lawsuit against Avaya. A-V-A-Y-A. They're a VoIP teleconferencing sort of company. Okay. They filed patent lawsuits. Avaya, Avaya, something like that. Okay. Um, Yeah, they've um, they filed eight. They said that uh, Avaya infringes on eight U.S. patents that BlackBerry has had. Um, Two of them. BlackBerry, you mean Research in Motion, right? Yes. It's it's eight patents that RIM has. Yes. Okay. What patents would these be? Um, okay, so there's eight of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, yep, seven, eight. All right. So two of them are relating to significance maps for coding video data. One is for describing methods of displaying messages. One is describing tracking location of mobile devices. One is relating to speech decoding and compression. One is describing integrated wireless phones into a B, uh, PBX network. One is describing call routing methods, and one is a method of generating a cryptographic public key. You know, what's really fun is if you actually click on any of these and go to the patent, which Google, of course, has cataloged for everyone. Uh, <laughs> some of the, the screenshots are just hilariously old. Like this, this second one, which was the um, method of displaying messages. They have screenshots of like what this should look like and how the patent works. It, like, it's friggin' funny. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. That is hilariously old, given that it's only 11 years old. Filing, filing date for that one, the, the method and apparatus for a dynamic session placeholder for message collecting user interface. It was six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. There's one, actually, that's older that I grabbed. Uh, which one did I click? Uh, yeah, the method of public key generation. Publication date, 2008. So BlackBerry is suing somebody for a patent that they filed way back in 2008. Oh, no. Filing is 2001. Publication is 2008. Oh. Method of public key generation, December 26th, 2001. Day after Christmas. So they're suing Avea for patent infringement for the last 10 years, if not more. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's, uh, well, has Avea been using it that whole time, or did Avea just start using this stuff? I don't know. Given that we've never heard of this company before. Uh, well, let's Google the name, see when they started. Do-do-do, founded in 2000. So, potentially, yeah. 
But I, I, when I see this, BlackBerry sues company for patent infringement on old patents. In my head, I just see this almost as a patent troll sort of, we need money. It's, it's kind of what it feels like. But also at the same time, keep in mind that in copyright and in patent, well, two different things, copyright law, patent law. But um, in either case, you have to be taking reasonable measures to protect your property. Mm-hmm. So... If they don't go out, maybe they just never realized that these people were infringing on their patents. Or maybe they had licensed it and the license expired and the ARIA or whatever said, like, screw you. And now RIM is saying, no, screw you. Oh, here we go. BlackBerry's CEO has made clear that he sees the company's patent assets as a key element in his plans for the future. We have today... Just to say... (laughs) We have today, this is him quoting, uh, about 44,000 patents. The good thing about this is that we are also have one of the youngest patent portfolios in the entire industry. So monetization of our patents is an important aspect of our turnaround. Many people have wanted to buy the patents, but I'm not in re- really in a patent-selling mood. I'm in a patent-licensing mode. Yeah. I so, mean, this, yeah, is, this, is, this is where they're going to make their money. And really, it's... Someone please buy us because all we have left are patents. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, our turnaround is we got to be a patent holding company now. That's yep. we tried to make phones. That doesn't work anymore. Turns Tell out them. people don't want phones anymore. They want computing devices. Yep. Oh, continue recording. Thank you. <laughs> How so, often does it does it ask if we want to continue recording? Well, whatever it was between the last time and this time, I'll let ah. you know in the next one. I've got I've got a timer going now. Okay. <laughs> I was all excited about this one. Now I'm not. Maybe you should switch your review. Well, I just started using that today. Yeah. I'll pick this right. one for the next time. Okay. What else we got? GameStop owns phone stores. They do. Yeah. Do they? Yes. They actually first started in the mobile phone business back in 2013. GameStop? GameStop, yeah. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. So they have now also just bought more. They've bought 507 AT&T mobile stores now by basically acquiring three AT&T retail chains. Okay. So they have they have GameStop stores. Yes. They have these Spring Mobile stores. They have these Simply Mac Apple product and repair stores. And now they have more AT&T retailers. Well, good for them. Which I did not expect. I'm sitting there. GameStop, really. GameStop owns a Mac store and phone stores? I did not yeah. see that coming. Kind of a fun thing, by the way, is if you go look up GameStop's stock in the last five years and just watch... What what am I gonna see? I'll just go look. Hold on. what's their what's their frickin' GME. GME. Their ticker. Yeah. Five you're saying five year? Yeah. Well, it looks like it went up a bit and then came back to where it was basically three years ago. Yeah, I mean it, it just basically keeps going up and down because they make good decisions and bad decisions. For what it's worth if you can catch them when they're down. It's not a bad side. Like, it usually comes back up. Yeah, there's a couple of them here. Even if you look at it, 2006 up to 2008, and then went back down again. And then 2014. Came back up. Now, now it's back down. Hmm. I just didn't expect that to have, you know. Such volatility. Yeah, GameStop buying ThinkGeek sort of thing. It's one of those things where it's like, really? Huh. Oh, they're, they're worried, right? Like, it is a yeah. publicly traded company, so they have to be watching for their income. And they're worried because people are stopping buying games in the store. Yeah. Because on a console, you buy the game on the console now and download it. Yeah. And on PC, that hasn't been a market for like six years now. Uh, Let's see. NPD said for 2015, this was a link on the GameStop article, um, 2015 video game sales across physical software, hardware, and accessories were flat compared to 2014. Yeah. So that's that's GameStop's bread and butter is physical games, well, hardware, and accessories. Kind of, kind of. Hang on. Whoa there, big guy. Is NPD reporting on first sale or resale? 
I think they're they're probably doing first sale, which GameStop's actual bread and butter is resale. You're right. Right. So slight difference there. Yeah, but just yeah, a I little could bit. see them pulling in more and more and like reaching out. Buying ThinkGeek was a big thing because they wanted to have the stuff in the store that you would want to buy. Really, they bought Think ThinkGeek for impulse purchase. Right. If you go into a GameStop and you're there and you look over at the at the counter and you see like. 8-bit tie. Well, yeah, of course I want to buy that. Well, of course. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> of course. So we'll keep an eye on it. I don't expect it to go very far one way or the other. I mean, oh, joy, they bought AT&T stores. So what? Mm-hmm. <coughs> They're just expanding out. They'll do fine. Uh, when we started this 10 years ago, technically 10 years ago next month, we were already talking about the F-35. Yes. Do you remember that? I remember we kept on talking about it over and over again. And how many problems it was having and all the things that were going wrong with it and the problems it was having and the things that were going wrong with it. Yeah, just problems and problems and problems. Well, the F-35 is combat ready. Really? Finally. <laughs> Finally. 15 years later. That's... According to the U.S. Air Force, the F-35 is combat ready. Took them frickin' long enough. Yeah. <sighs> How many billions of dollars does this thing cost? Lots. Many billions. I mean, it's a pretty plane, right? Like, go look at yeah. the picture at the no, top. It's, it's a, it's a good-looking plane. It is a very good-looking plane. But, dear God, is that taken so long and cost so much money. But it's a pretty plane. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's going to get deployed? Well, according to the article, it's not going to be fully capable until at least October. Like, it's combat ready. They could send it out right now, but that would be a bad idea. Yes, because its current software prevents it from making full use of its capabilities, such as launching certain weapons. Wait, the, the software is currently holding it back from, like, using its weapon systems? Yes. yes and it's it combat is. ready? Yes. Guys, that sounds like it's not combat ready. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you, you forgot a piece. Like you forgot a major piece. It's like, wait, you can't actually do everything you want to do with it? That's... You can't... It's a weapon that you cannot shoot. Hey, Dave, you know what today is? August 6th, 2016? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is today our 10 month, 10 year? No. no. What's today? Uh, where were you four years ago? August 6th, 2012. I do not know offhand. Uh, today is Curiosity's four-year anniversary on Mars. Yeah, why the hell does that... Why would you think I know where I was when Curiosity landed four years ago? I don't know. Weren't you with, like, all those other people, like, watching the live I stream? I was online watching the live stream. That is true. And waiting and counting down the, what, like, 17 minutes? Yes. Be like, well, it's landed. We just don't know if it's landed or not. Because we're going to have it freaking <laughs> perish, basically. Skycrane. Skycrane, yes. It was the Skycrane. Oh, yeah. man. Where it, it hovered on rockets and lowered itself down. And then had the hovering bit shoot itself off into the distance. That's crazy. But it worked. But that is like, that's one thing that they couldn't test here, right? Like, no. there's no place on this planet that you could test. It's like, is this feasible on this other planet? It's one of those where you do the math and, you and can hope do to some, God you did it right. Yeah, you do the math, you do some conversions to try and figure out what you would need, you know, to do tests of it on Earth. You do simulations and more simulations. Well, good for them. Yeah, four years now. Four years and still rocking. Yep. So other science news. Okay. Uh, the Large Hadron Collider back uh, last December. Yeah said that, you know, there was a new exotic particle that was on there that doesn't fit the standard model of particle physics and all that no, fun jazz? No, that is not what I remember. Well, what do you remember from last December? I remember, well, so I remember the Higgs. Yes. So that was previous to last December. And I remember the saying, hey, we have some weird readings in the data, and we're not sure. One explanation would be that it's a new particle, and we don't know what it is or where it fits into the model. Uh, but we don't know yet. That's what I remember. Well, everybody else thought it was, you know, a new particle, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I don't think anyone was convinced. But well, there was on. a lot of papers released saying that it might be this, and it might be this, and it might be yeah. this. Yeah, might be. Might yeah. be is very different. 
Um, well, it wasn't at all because it was just a statistical anomaly. Uh, yeah. I believe I recall some scientists saying, like, that is the most likely outcome, that this is just bad statistics. Yeah, so just bad statistics and everybody was in a hoopla about it. Everyone was very excited, and that's okay. You can be excited about that, but it really was just bad statistics. I don't know if it was even bad statistics, just unfortunate statistics. Mm-hmm. There was just a little bit of an anomaly, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing else. Yep. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that was a thing, though, and they announced it recently, saying, hey, we're really sorry we didn't discover something that breaks all the existing laws of physics. No, we just, you know, bad data. Because that's like the ultimate thing, right? Yeah. That's what we're, oh, yeah. That's what they're hoping to find, is something that causes us to rewrite the current model of physics. Because we think we've got it, but we, we can't. Like, there's still things that are unexplained. So, um, what else you got? Um, what else do I got? Do you remember the game Evolve? Uh, was that the off... Whatever they call it, where it's like the one guy's the big monster and there's like four other people fighting against him? Yep. It was a 1v4 multiplayer. One person was the monster who was trying to evolve and kill the other four players. For the other four, it was a first-person shooter where there's this giant monster that you're trying to kill. Uh, eventually, people stopped playing. And so at any, act, at any time, there was like 100 active people. Well, we reported not too long ago that Vol, Evolve went free-to-play. Yeah. So now it is averaging 15,000 players. Oh. Because it is now free-to-play. So... What's up with it now? It's free to play. Oh, that's it? That's it. That's just that the the change from 100 people a day playing it to 15,000 people a day playing it because it went free to play. Like, that's huge. Hmm. I thought it was interesting. You may not. It's fine. Well, no, I didn't I'm, just, think... I'm just looking at this Evolve Stage 2 that's come out as well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it is. That's the free to play one. Oh, okay. So Evolve came out. Then they were like, well, that's crap. Well, it's not so much crap. It's just, well, no one's buying this anymore and no one's playing this. So I guess we'll just release it free to play and call it Evolve Stage 2. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So after going free, it's 15,000 players. Yeah. The original one isn't 15,000 players because the original one doesn't exist anymore. It is now Evolve Stage 2. I see, I see. So still don't really know how they're monetizing it and getting money from it, but... 15,000 people playing it. It's not too bad for a game that, again, had 100 people a day. So, slightly more happy-ish news? Someone is suing Comcast. (laughs) And the sky is blue. Well, except like most people, right, if you think about suing Comcast, you're, you're fucked, right? Yeah. This person isn't a person. The state of Washington is suing Comcast. The state of Washington. The Washington State Attorney General is suing Comcast on behalf of the state of Washington. How much is the state of Washington suing Comcast? More than $100 million. Well then. So, claiming that essentially Comcast is breaking the law. Uh, they, are, they are pursuing the suit and saying... This is a deceptive marketing technique. So they're focusing specifically on Comcast's uh, service protection plan and on like installation fees and on essentially how Comcast is, is conducting itself within the state of, of Washington. And so they're suing. Well, then. Comcast defends itself by noting that it partnered with the Attorney General's office to address every issue raised, but Washington said it filed the lawsuit because Comcast wasn't acting quickly enough. Because <laughs> that's what Comcast does. That's what all the telecoms are. Like, all right, we'll do something now. Well, maybe Combine. now. Well, give us a week. Hold on. It's yeah, no, we we're thinking about it. Dream. But um, no, we, we commissioned a study internally. Uh, they're still gathering data. Yeah, and we'll hmm. we'll bring it up at the uh, the next meeting. So they've been doing this for a year, and the state finally said, "No, no, 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 we're suing you." 
which is beautiful. And I really hope that this is like not precedent because it's going to be different state to state, but that other states look at this and say, you know what? Yeah, that's actually right. Let's take care of this and sue Comcast. Which would be nice because there's a lot of things that we could do this with the bandwidth speed. You could do this with random charges on your bill. There's a lot of things that this could cover. I'm just going to be amused when Comcast raises the price in all of Washington State and lists it on the bill as legal fee. Oh, that would be... Be like, well, your state is suing us, so we're raising your prices. Oh, you want to go to another cable provider? Oh, that's Ah, funny. ah, ah, That's cute. Yeah, you, you get one choice. No, it's not a monopoly. It's anyone else can compete. It's just that our competition doesn't want to compete in this area for some reason. Just like we don't want to compete in their territory. I mean, their region. I mean, shit. (laughs) So the state is suing Comcast, which is lovely and wonderful. And I really hope that the state wins. That would be nice. Uh, Slightly other side of the nice news. A Bitcoin exchange was hacked. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get it because I'm still not sure I actually really get Bitcoin of like what exists virtually that represents a Bitcoin, right? There's no physical thing that represents Bitcoin. I cannot withdraw Bitcoin from a bank and have physical representation of it. I have to convert it into money and then withdraw that. Um, it's only worth, you know, what people are willing to pay for it. Well, people are willing to pay a lot, like about $556 per coin. Oh, geez. That's after the value fell 23% because this place was hacked. But they stole essentially the equivalent of $72 million out of this exchange. And because it's Bitcoin, there's no way to track it. How this, oh... Yep. Oh, man, I'm going to put all my stuff in Bitcoin and keep it, and it's going to appreciate in value, and ooh, shit. So, yeah, no, I I still haven't... I understand Bitcoin, that, you know, it's, it's some hash thing that you got to mine for or something like that, and then somehow it's anonymous, but you got to... And non-duplicatable? Be, yeah, how does that part work? How do I, you, well, it evidently works. It's Bitcoin. <laughs> How does it work? I don't know. It's Bitcoin. It it's just Bitcoin. Works. It just works. It does. I just, I just, I don't know. That's Bitcoin. $72 million, though. That sucks. Like, mm-hmm. that's people's savings. If that was a bank heist. Well, the thing, like, if it was a bank heist, then the bank lost the money, but the accounts would still have it. This was actually stealing from their account. The farther and farther we get away from physical items, the more ridiculous things seem to be. But at the same time, that's totally okay with me. I don't mind giving up physical money. I have not used physical money with the exception of the Ren Fair a couple weeks ago in months, if not like years at this point. Why would I carry physical money? I... I I don't know, granted, I spent, you know, physical money on Friday when I bought myself lunch. I also spent physical money today when we rented the kayaks. Why? Because that is what the people wanted. Because they didn't take virtual money? Yes. Okay. See, I just look at physical money as it takes up space in my pocket, I don't need it, and it slows down transactions. Have you tried putting a chip in one of those machines? I have. Not actually that difficult. I love how from one of the articles here, it's saying that uh, the company said it has reported the theft to law enforcement and was cooperating with top blockchain analytic companies to track the stolen coins. Yeah, the blockchain is the thing that's supposed to make it so that the money actually has meaning and that, you know, it's not just completely made up and it has a history and things like that. It's only partially made up. Yeah. Hmm. Well, to talk about physical things, Amazon has released Prime Air. Prime Air. Yes. Okay. It's an airplane. Amazon Prime has its own plane. 
for shipping? Yes. Okay. They're tired of renting space from Delta. Well, the uh, they're working with two aircraft leasing companies mm-hmm. um, to create their own little plane fleet. Okay. Uh, Eleven of them are already in operation, but this is the first one that's officially got like Amazon Prime on it. Okay. I mean, that's cute. Yeah. I like it. But Am- it seems Amazon wants to take over UPS. <laughs> it doesn't want to deal with UPS anymore because, you know, we had, they, they were doing their own planes. They're doing their own drones. They're getting, they're hiring their own contractors to do their own shipping. Like it's, remember that local thing that we talked about where it's like, hey, you could earn money delivering packages for Amazon. I don't remember that, but okay. Oh, we talked about Prime Now or Amazon ah. Flex or whatever it was called. Okay. It was the Uber for Amazon. Yes. Um, they're buying and leasing trailer trucks and cargo ships as well to move their stuff from China over to all of their, what, 100 and... All the distribution centers. What, 145 fulfillment centers worldwide? For some reason, Amazon is getting into the shipping business now. Well, because look at the look at their expenditure, right? Look at the vertical monopoly that this gives them. Their biggest expense probably is the shipping costs for Prime members. Oh, probably, yeah. Because non-Prime members, I mean, they pay their own shipping. And, okay, so Amazon's Senior Vice President of Operations, Dave Clark, said in an interview recently, you can almost think about the difference between commercial flight and private flight. We have the ability with our own planes to create connections between one point and another point that are exactly tailored to our needs, and exactly tailored to the timing of when we want to put packages on those routes versus other people's networks who are optimized to run their entire network. We add capacity, we add flexibility, and it gives us cost control capability as well. Yep. So think about it this way. If I'm Amazon and I have a lot of stuff in Seattle that needs to go to Texas because that just happens to be the fulfillment centers, I can use my own plane and just go there. I don't need to wait for UPS. I don't need to make sure that it goes from Seattle to LA to Texas. I just, boom, one to the other. Without having to, you know, tell UPS, hey, we need all this stuff to go from Seattle yeah. to Texas. And now, I UPS wonder, will go like, well, we can put some of those on these planes that's going to go to Kentucky to Texas, and some of this stuff is going to go on a plane that goes to LA to Texas. Yeah. I do wonder who they're getting to fly this. But I guess if they're doing aircraft leasing, then they're probably also, like, renting pilots? Does probably. That, does the pilot come with the plane? I think, yeah, if you, if you rent the plane with most of the time, the pilots will actually, with, you know, some of these aircraft leasing companies. And then what happens to those pilots? Like, do the pilots just get to hang out wherever the plane is? I don't know. Maybe. I guess the, the more the plane is moving, the more you're making use of it. Planes that are standing still are losing money. Yes. But then they have to schedule pilots. And so they need to know where the plane is going because you need to have pilots ready to take it over. I don't know. Amazon, I'm sure, has thought about all of this. Well, you'd actually probably talk to Atlas Air Worldwide Holdings, who are the ones who are actually going to acquire and operate the freighters for Amazon. Okay. That, and what was the other one called? Uh, Uh, Air Transport Services Group? Yeah. I'm sure that they have all of the answers that you need. Yes. Okay. StarCraft is coming out again? StarCraft is coming out again. Well, maybe. There are rumors that Blizzard is going to announce. And that they will announce StarCraft HD. A remake of the original StarCraft. Hmm. Revealed sometime in September. Well, you've got, you know, Heroes of the Storm and StarCraft II and everything. Yeah. All you got to do is just create or remake the models from the original StarCraft. Well, depends on what they mean by HD, but yes. Because remember, the original StarCraft was isometric 2D. Yes. StarCraft II is 3D. Yes. Okay, so you just... You get people to redo the models in 3D. Well, but... If you redo the models in 3D, that's one thing. But you also need to change the entire game engine to be 3D. Yes. Which changes the game. Like, 
Well, you already have StarCraft 2. Can you mod StarCraft 2 to but act then like it's StarCraft, not Starcraft. 1? That's not re-releasing StarCraft. That's releasing like an expansion, a prequel expansion for StarCraft 2. I I don't know. I feel like it, it would you could still call it StarCraft HD if it is the original StarCraft trilogy. The original StarCraft trilogy? Sorry, duology. Brood War. Yeah, yeah StarCraft and Brood War. If you release okay. both of those using the StarCraft 2 engine, but it is the original game, the original storyline. There's nothing else other than updated graphics, audio, and sound. Audio and sound. Graphics, audio, and... <laughs> graphics, audio, and sound. Graphics, audio, sound, and how it looks. Yeah. Yes, sure. <laughs> Prime, I'm still just dumbfounded by Prime Air. That's kind of interesting. It's Amazon going, hey, you, you, you suck, UPS. Yeah. Which, you know, most people know. You got uh, two things about the Olympics down here. You want to hit those up? Sure. NBC is saying, hey, we're actually going to be broadcasting some of our stuff out in 4K. So, you know, um, if you have Comcast, DirecTV, Dish, or EPB, I don't know what the hell EPB is, um, you can watch some things in 4K. But only some things. Yes. Like today, um, they replayed the opening ceremony in 4K. Tomorrow, you get to watch Judo. In 4K. In 4K. Uh, Every flip and twist and flex visible on your screen. In 4K. 60 hertz? 24 hertz? I don't know whatever the current 4K stuff is for DirecTV. Or the Comcast... Comcast Infinity UHD app on Samsung 4K smart TVs. But yeah, so we're NBC's going to start trying 4K television. And while that's going on, Japan has already started up 8K TV broadcasts. 8K? Yes. Why? It's NHK. These are the guys who started up doing 1080. These are the, these were the original HD guys. Are like, you well, you know what NHK is, right? Yeah, it's the National Television Service. It's PBS. Yeah, well, for Japan. It's not PBS. It's closer to the BBC. Yes, it's the Japan version of BBC, yes. I was just thinking, like, we don't have a BBC equivalent here. No. The closest we have is PBS, and that keeps on getting unfunded, slowly one little bit at a time. Right. But we also don't have to pay a licensing fee to own a television. True. So you win some, you lose some. But yeah, no... <laughs> NHK, um, 8K. 8K is so big. Yes. It, there, now, let's just, I'll say this. This is not actually commercially available for consumers, but they are going to have public viewing areas set up across Japan for people to actually watch an 8K over-the-air broadcast. Good Lord. My guess is they want full coverage of the Tokyo Olympics in four years to be 8K across the board is what my guess is. Yeah. You know, the, it's, it's a nice thing to think about. Is I love this graphic about the different resolutions. So 8K is to 4K what 4K is to 1080. Yeah. By sheer numbers, that's what it is, that you get yes. that many more pixels in resolution. To the, it's, yeah, it's, it's to the next power is yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. But think about the difference between 1080 and 4K. Yeah. Right? There is a visible difference there. And so this is that same increase in difference between a 4K and an 8K. I'd like to see this. Well, I think it's overkill, couple... but I'd like to see it. Well, if you ever, you know, go to... Uh... Japan? Yes. In the next week? Yes. At the Tokyo 8K Theater of Rio Olympic Games... There is a uh, pre-registration or admission is free. Oh, so it's free. You you just have to fly yourself to Tokyo. That's not free. No, that's not. That's it's not a flight free. to Tokyo. That's not yes. free. But yeah, no. Go. It's like, hey, NBC is doing 4K. That's great. For of, some events. Yeah, for judo. Ooh. NHK is like, yeah, we're we're uh, doing 8K. We're doing 8K. We thought we'd just go all in. Yeah. Channel so will that, be on air daily from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. Yeah. So, so not the, only they're, they're they're doing this beyond just the Olympics as well. Ooh, nice. The next Olympics, next Summer Olympics are in Tokyo, right? Next Summer Olympics are in Tokyo. Okay. So have fun with 4K. the what's the time difference? Twelve hour ish. 
Oh, that's going to be... Depends on the daylight savings, and it depends on where you're listening from. Yeah. Right? If you are listening from Sweden, it's a very different time difference to Tokyo than if you're listening from California. Nine plus five. So a 14-hour difference, actually. Between, between where? us. Us. At the Eastern time zone. Yeah, so just for, to just no, point actually, out, no, us is not us. Yeah, us is just me. How selfish. Sorry. You're going to be 15 hours off. It is 6.08 there in the morning. Yes. Tomorrow morning. It is 4.08 here right now. In the afternoon. So 6.08 would put it to 18, essentially, minus the 4 is 14 hours. It is 14 hours difference from here. That's going to be not fun. Although I feel like it should be 15 hours. Maybe it's 15 hours. Isn't, like, Beijing going to be hosting something again? I don't know. A list of Olympic Games host cities. Okay. Da, da, da. Okay. 2016 Rio de Janeiro. 2018 South Korea. 2020 Tokyo. 2022 Beijing. Really? South Korea, Japan, China for the next three. Okay. Are you upset at this? No, it's just, it's kind of interesting. That it's all Southeast Asia? Yes. Because who's the next. Um, where's where's the, winter? Winter's in Beijing. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Winter is going to be in South Korea. Summer's going to be in Tokyo. Winter's going to be in Beijing. Beijing's actually going to be the first city to host both a summer and a winter Olympics. Yep. Executive board. Who is... What are you looking for, Andy? Sorry, I'm looking at the the presidents and vice presidents and executive members of... The IOC? The IOC. Are you suspecting, like, some form of corruption or favoritism? Corruption and favoritism in the IOC, really? Like, I, I don't understand what you're trying to find. <laughs> it's, you could turn a stone over and find corruption and favoritism in the IOC. That's Right, so I don't know what you're trying to find. I don't know. I was just suddenly surprised that it's really South Korea, Tokyo, and China, really, right in a row. Yep. Granted, that's because most of the rest of the world doesn't want to host Olympic Games anymore. It's because hosting the Olympics is kind of a crappy move right now yeah so should we hit the random topics sure random review for me speaking of the olympics i am reviewing the nbc olympics app which was you know touted as the place to go to for olympics Mm -hmm. so yes they do you know give you highlights that you can watch some on this app um they give you the schedule they give you some basic news and sort of stuff there but it's kind of funny because a lot of stuff in this app kicks you out to other places that NBC has. Like I went to go read a news article instead of, you know, giving me the news article in the app. Mm-hmm. It kicked me out of the app, told me to open up Chrome and then brought up an NBC. It looks like it was actually the the actual web page for the NBC Olympics in Chrome. What? Yeah. So I look at the high, I look at the headline and I click the thing there and instead it opens up another web page. So the app is not really an app. No, well, there is some stuff in there, but some of the other stuff there, it's like, oh, if I want to, you know, watch this one video, sure, that's in the NBC Olympics app. But if I wanted to watch, you know, something else, it wants me to open up the NBC Sports app. So it's like... But if I wanted the NBC Sports app, I would have gone and gotten the NBC Sports app. Yes. I just want the freaking Olympics. Why isn't it all in one place and convenient? That is an excellent question. (laughs) That seems really bad. Yep. But, you know, this is the place where you go for TV listings and online listings and that sort of stuff there. If you really were interested in the Olympics, you could do a lot of stuff with the Olympics app. But I'm knocking at points for having me, you know, go outside the app to give me stuff that I feel like should be in the Olympic app. Yeah. Like the Olympics? Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, I want to watch... Just maybe thinking possibly that the Olympics should be in the Olympic app. Yeah, no, let's, yeah. Instead, no, I have to go to an, either an outside web page or another NBC app in order to actually watch videos or read the news. That's just so stupid. The, the little clips, though, those are those are in the app. So you know the app can do video. So how come it <laughs> only do some video? I don't know. And it's not like, you know, they didn't know the Olympics were coming and they didn't know that, you know... That they People have the exclusive contract. The yeah. Right. That's just, that feels stupid. 
Mm-hmm. And unfortunate. I'm sorry that you have to put up with that, Andy. You know what the alternative is? <laughs> Not to pay attention to the Olympics? Don't pay attention to the goddamn Olympics! Why are we giving these people money? We're not giving these people money, are we? Indirectly. Anyone who's paying attention to the Olympics is essentially feeding money to the Olympics. Yeah, which... Directly or indirectly. I think the Washington Post actually, like, posted where most of the money is actually going for the Olympics. Yeah. Surprise, it's not to the athletes. No, God, no. Why would you even think that it goes to the athletes? I don't know. That's a lot of sponsorship deals for things to go to the athletes. All right. Well, so, that was the review. Yeah. <laughs> NBC Olympics app. I don't... I, I, oh, problems. First world problems? I guess so. Olympic this app, world problems? This, this app isn't working like it should. Mm. Olympic world problems. Yep. This app is designed poorly. This app that I'm looking at on my, like, $400 phone. I wonder what my phone currently is valued at. Which one do you have? S5. Are you going to look that up? Um, I'm looking. You can buy an S5 at Walmart for $350. Yeah, but if I tried to sell mine. Oh, God. Like, resell? Probably, what, $150, $200? Is it unlocked? <clears throat> no, but I can. Uh, looks like eBay price right now Two, is $229.95. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Somewhere around there. So, random so, topic. Okay. Let's get this over with. Let's do this. Speaking of China, the random topic question is, does your podcast make it through the Great Firewall of China? And I, the answer is yes. Yes, it does. Uh, okay. How do you know that? Well, I... Uh, I've never really considered whether or not our podcast is available in China. There's a couple of websites who basically do the same thing. Um, there's one that's greatfirewallofchina.org. Test any website and see in real time if it's censored in China. So I grabbed rapodcast.net. Dropped it in. The, dropped it in and hit test. Okay. No surprise, it's good, because they have multiple servers across China. Um, there's another one, website pulse.com has another great firewall of China test. This one um, actually uh, measures time against a non-Chinese location as well. Mm-hmm. So you can see not only, you know, if it's getting banned, but if also, you know, it's Slow. got a s- slowdown on it. Okay. So yes, no, as soon as I saw this random topic, I'm like, hmm, that's an interesting question. I wonder if we are banned in China. We are not banned in China. No. <laughs> Probably mostly because of obscurity rather than, like, safety in topics security through obscurity yeah it's more that like we don't have anything on the website that says screw china and rise up against the communists and they're like we don't care about your website almost certainly not processing through the audio and making a transcript of it true if they were i'd just ask for the transcript okay i know you're blocking our site but uh if you're already going through the work of transcribing it can we have that <laughs> we'll give you an ad transcript provided by the state security of china <laughs> so yeah no we um we are not blocked behind the great firewall of china and in case you're all want to test any other websites great firewall of china.org yeah if that one doesn't work there's a couple other ones as well yep use a go search uh, yeah just search great firewall of china test or available in china is what yep. i searched to find it okay well i haven't heard about the uh click here to continue recording are we still yes sorry it, it was going off every 15 minutes okay but we're still alive yes sweet well ladies and gentlemen that's a wrap that's a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast if you have any questions comments concerns corrections suggestions remarks reviews rebukes retorts or just rants feel free to contact us you can find us on twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.